0: Alright, good evening everybody, and welcome back to another session of Dragon Mark Symphony here on Natural One Media. I am Dylan, your DM for the evening, here with my friends, and uh, we are kind of transitioning into a brand new major arc for this campaign. Uh, As everybody here knows, because they've all been paying extremely close attention, uh, we just got through with the... uh, sort of this big confrontation, this conflict that happened at Castle Broken Blade wherein our group here was able to successfully infiltrate the castle and stop the plans of a uh, rogue warforge by the name of Three uh, who was attempting to sort of mass control uh, many of the warforges in the area uh, into committing attacks against the general populace and had taken many of them uh, hostage within the castle itself. Uh, after a, uh, pretty drastic fight, 3 was defeated, and our group was able to finally, after what felt like forever, but was actually about a week or so, uh, genuinely just take an evening to themselves, and they all met up at the cow's eye with a few other people, and had a nice sort of semi-relaxing time. A few of them broke away to, uh try to rejoin with some of their comrades uh, to varying results. Uh, And where we actually left off is that in the morning, uh, the group had made the decision that they were going to stick together and actually head northward uh, towards the City of Passage, as several of them have outstanding uh, business or things that need to be taken care of uh either within that city or along that route. Uh so everyone agreed that they would go to the city of passage together. Um a couple of horses and a carriage were provided for all of you to take. Uh with the horses seemingly being the guide. Uh real quick, who can be the first to name uh the two horses? Baha and Hush Puppy. Yes. Nice. Good job, Bennett.
1: Uh, ben is just quick on a draw. Also, I just want to say Pitbull such tried such to warn us about three. He did. Yes. He did. Yeah. And we should expect three other Warforges. Uh, war forges. He's
0: given us he's given us so much. Mm-hmm. And we just keep ignoring him. It's, we, it's, a war, it's
1: a shame. He warned us in two languages too. In his yeah, fan line, that's the one, that's two, real kicker. Three,
2: yeah. four, if we four, four, didn't get it four, four, the first four, time, we should have gotten it
0: the
1: second time. <laughs> yeah,
2: Absolutely. Exactly.
0: Um but yeah. Recipes. So, peace, Pitbull. So, rest in peace, Pitbull. Uh, Baja and Hush Puppy, uh, leading this extremely well-made carriage. Uh, you all, you know, packed your things into it, climbed aboard, and uh, the two horses sort of took off and took you out of the city and off into the distance, and uh, finally leaving behind the city of road after all the time that you've spent there. So. With that being said, I want to introduce something real quick. Uh, I'm going to swap us over to the continent map Ooh, uh, cool, which cool. is our map of corvair
3: oh, okay this one <laughs> yeah yeah it that. still has that on it
0: don't worry we're swap nice. one over so here's the deal man
3: you, nice. may notice,
0: <laughs> you may notice you may notice th- think spoilers I'm getting to that <laughs> you may notice that uh, all of the major nations and regions of the continent of Corvair are labeled, and uh, a large portion of the cities, villages, uh, fortresses, and smaller areas that you uh, have been around or near have also been made visible for you. So, as you travel throughout the world wherever it is you end up going Uh, the map will slowly fill out and uh, more names will become available to you as you go
4: Uh,
0: many of you of course now have sort of traveled through most of the area of Breland so a lot of that is open to you and since we are heading due north I've made uh, a lot of the cities and villages of Thrain and Ondair visible as well. Um, oh. So yeah, as you, as you move throughout the world, the, the map
4: itself will expand and it will become more detailed uh, for your reference. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you look to your left... Uh, and uh,
0: so yeah, that that map is there now, and it is of course your map to use as you see fit, including making notes and marking destinations and such. Please, please keep in mind that this is a live stream. When you are writing or drawing things on this map, thank you. Got it. Uh, after that, we have one more thing that we need to take care of. Uh, last session one of us here rolled a natural one and it was a very unique natural one in that it then allowed another player to uh, roll a d6, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, And I believe it was Bennett who made this roll, if I remember correctly. Yes. Uh, Which was uh, much akin to the hot sauce uh, punishment that I had (laughs) to take quite a while ago. Uh, This was kind of a similar thing, but uh, only in that there would be some sort of a thing that I would have to eat, which was decided by that D6. Uh, so, because of what Bennett rolled uh, tonight, um, before and before the session ends, uh, I have to eat the entirety of a calorie mate. Uh, the calorie mate, uh, which is.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, the calorie mate uh, from Japan which many are familiar with due to the Metal Gear Solid series, uh, specifically MGS3. Which will also explain uh, why I am not. There <laughs> you go. It is a, um, it's kind of like an, like an army supplement, kind of like a ration type thing. It is uh, very
2: think, military ration-y. Think, think I, yeah.
0: astronaut food, but more more military specific. Uh, yeah, stayed so, my
1: life. It actually jumped on top of a grenade saved me, and it's the reason yeah, why I'm here. Yeah. Rest in peace, Pitbull.
0: Uh, so it, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's akin to something like a, like a military ration. And I have never tried one of these before, ever. Uh, I have no idea if it's going to be good or if it's going to be absolutely terrible. But it doesn't matter, because either way, I have to eat the entirety of this before the end of the session. Wait, which even if which flavor did you get? Uh, this is the chocolate flavor. That's a pretty good one. Yes, and it has, it has a has very has a very helpful diagram on the back that is a bunch of speech bubbles uh, connected to each other, and then it says balanced food in the middle of it. So we know it's going to. Oh, be-
2: true, true.
0: Everything so,
1: else is in
2: Japanese; It's gonna, can't it's be, gonna
0: be great. Um, um, you should sure got on the cheese flavor. I looked at that and I like physically flinched. And was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, not. maybe in the future. Dylan. If y'all manage to roll this again somehow, maybe in the future,
3: you know, we'll also it, it roll for the flavor. Now makes sense of why Franny, you re- you re- re- replied to uh, the picture of Dylan yeah. noting that he had the calorie mate with Metal Gear Solid Three. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> know, pieces are coming together
2: now. You have to DM as if you were Big Boss for the rest of the. <laughs> Oh, yeah. How does it taste?
5: Yeah. <laughs> so you approach the city of Rome. How does it taste? Oh, oh, it
1: taste? I'll show you my solid snake. Oh, delicious.
0: Snake, do not eat the horse. I know you're thinking about it. I didn't say anything. Uh
3: so I need a calorie mate.
0: So so because I'm eating it hang on. So because I'm eating a calorie mate, and clearly I'm doing this as a reference to Metal Gear Solid 3, I gotta act the part. So, oh, let's until go until I
4: eat it. He's gonna poke his eye out. Oh my God. I also gotta wear this bandana <laughs> on my head. Oh, he's going
1: salad snake. You see, you can tell because it's a blue bandana. Dude,
3: he's about to—he's about to break out the katana.
1: Right.
4: <laughs> there we go. That's someone, huh? <laughs> someone who's joke.
5: As someone whose only reference to Metal Gear is Super Smash Brothers, I appreciate this. Yeah. I was gonna do, I'm I'm not even was joking. Gonna...
0: I was gonna do a cardboard box. <laughs> but I couldn't get my hands on a large enough one. I've got the, a few available, orange, but they're all too small.
1: That the orange painted on where you work. Kevin, but yeah. I was gonna I was
0: considering just stealing one from receiving <laughs> And then I was like, nah. That's too much effort.
3: Uh, Kevin, I will note that uh, I, in a similar respect, I only know about things from Metal Gear Mm. because of the memes.
2: I just played through... It's actually really funny. I just played through all the Metal Gear series (laughs) last year. (laughs) How is it? I
0: I mean, it already looks just not great. You're,
1: You're gonna like it. Trust me, you're going to like
0: it. it. It's giving dog treat. It's really... (laughs) It does It's giving
2: giving dog biscuit. Oh, wow, yeah, that is... uh... Yeah. Yeah, they're, like, not good. I will say I ate one and I felt like I was in, like, the Battle of the Bulge.
1: I, yeah, will just, I will I will fully ideas. disagree with Bennett here. <laughs> when, when did you eat it? Why why the Battle of the Board specifically? <laughs> First thing, I,
2: that, that's a good <laughs> cuz of
1: metal gear. Francis um, I know uh, as the only person who actually was in the military here yeah. I might have a bias. I that's also true. have eaten these before going in. And they were good back then, and they're still good now because they sell them at Mitsuha, uh over mm-hmm. at Ch- over at Arlington Heights, Illinois. So feel free if you're ever in the area; it's a pretty an solid interesting place. smell. Interesting
2: uh, the smell. only one I ever had was the unflavored kind, so maybe that's like well, that's, that's your fair. that's your problem. You may uh, that's what eaten, snake eats. Here's the thing: you may have eaten the
1: the cheese one by accident because you can't tell the flavors except for when you're buying it
4: no i bought it
0: in
1: japan yeah i gotta take a bite
4: of this so we can get started okay all right right. go ahead solid dylan
5: that was a lot softer looking than i thought it would be it it really is it's deceptive it's
2: not like it is you eat it and you feel like you're being provided the vitamins and minerals that are needed to keep your body taking steps (laughs) forward
5: (laughs) (laughs) you okay there (laughs) Are we actually having a session tonight? Like, are we good? (laughs) They're (laughs) edible. He's going going through a
1: journey.
6: He's figuring
1: it out. Uh (laughs) Is it that bad? He's realizing how good they are. Dylan, (laughs) if you don't like them, you need to mail these to me. I'll eat them.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh. (laughs) Okay. Oh wow! Let me explain. That was one of the driest things I've ever eaten. Yeah, yeah. It it, it just refused. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kept chewing, and it was like no. <laughs> I just I just had like a mountain of powder just like in my mouth. Ugh. Like you just like, oh, dude, like do you have uh,
5: water near you? Like I do have water. I was gonna say you go. when you take a bite, just also take a drink of water. That feels not like a you- punishment, Kevin.
2: Yeah. It kind of feels like you just like take like a scoop of like protein powder and just like put it in your mouth. That's that is yes. <laughs> or like Ovaltine. Yeah. And they, like
0: instead <laughs> of pouring in it, you just like took the powder and just like ate it.
2: Yeah. Y'all are weird. Oh, <laughs> Franny is so confused. Franny love <laughs> it's it's Legitimately
1: man. good. It's not, I love every single not, flavor, even the cheese one. <laughs> it's not terrible.
0: It's everything to do with the texture.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah, maybe, maybe it's because uh, some, some Hispanic candies are in that same powdery, so I might be predisposed mm-hmm. to it. Maybe. Because uh, those are the things I grew up with. It's However, like if
0: somebody took the corner of a chocolate fudge Pop-Tart, like the cor- the very corner of it, mm-hmm. and just expanded that out to the
1: size of it. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite part of the Pop-Tart. Everything oh, else see, is that's, that's the problem. That's <laughs> yeah, the no problem. Right there. taking anything you say so seriously. It. So,
4: <laughs> while I continue to hork this down, uh, <laughs> I would like you all to picture for me a long, winding road
0: nestled in between extremely tall trees
4: reaching far up into the sky. Hundreds upon hundreds of them. A lone frog hops across the road. Frog or toad? Frog. Okay. Who do you take me for?
3: But his friend the toad Uh, there.
4: (laughs) Mmm. Good question. (laughs) Uh.
0: The frog hops along and then it sees something coming in the distance and lets out a... And it begins to hop along faster and manages to get to the other side of the road just as... A large carriage comes rocketing down the road uh, in, the, in the near distance. The sound of heavy thunder as a heavy downpour of rain begins to come down like a sheet of water. Uh, instantly drenching everything. The road becoming muddied uh, as this carriage barrels on down the roadway as quickly as it can. Inside the carriage... Johannes Yes. You have been traveling for two and a half days now. Okay. What have you been doing to pass the time?
2: What have I been doing to pass the time? Uh, I've been um, looking through my supplies, cleaning off some of my spatulas that have been hit with warrior and tear. I've been looking at the dagger that was left in my door when we first left the city. Mm -hmm. Um, Looking over my shoulder. Watching the sunset. Trying to draw a little bit in my notebook.
3: Gotcha, gotcha.
2: But the occasional glance back, back behind us towards the city of Rote. At this point, when you look behind
0: you, you don't see signs of any city. And it's been that way for almost a full day now, at least. There's been no real signs of anybody as you've gotten further and further into the countryside. Um, The last time you saw any kind of life was these, like, rural farms sort of peppering uh, the edge of... Uh, the city of Rote there. And since then, it's just been trees and hills and... not even that many wild animals to take notice of. Uh, sat next to you. um Silva. With the days passing by, is there anything you've been doing to preoccupy yourself?
3: Why, of course. As I need to lighten up things with whatever I have around me, whatever inspires me, bringing in song, and what starts as me being incredibly annoyed, perturbed, Angry. <laughs> um, inevitably, that—that that is to wash away, as there is only so much negativity that I can carry through a multi-day trip. And so while annoyed for most of probably the first this day, the second day is more truly when I would pick up the instruments, begin to find different ways of keeping myself occupied, and trying to kind of just mentally think of and uh, (laughs) regale myself with new tales to bring forth in the future
4: gotcha as we leave the confines of the carriage,
0: we move outside where the rain is coming down thicker and thicker. Um, the sound of Silva's instrument becoming fainter under the pounding and roaring of the thunder overhead.
3: Yeah, of which I'm uh-huh. currently playing through the mic at the moment because I need... I. Forgot to brush up a little bit on this, so that's why I'm doing that off sure. while I muted for now. <laughs>
4: uh, valid
3: the drill.
0: with the rain coming down in just like sheets, uh, the horses are moving along at a somewhat frenzied pace, and then they kind of look at each other in unison and they begin to slow just a bit into kind of a more consistent trot. Uh, one of the horses cranes their head over just
4: just a bit, and uh Dak mm-hmm. you hear a voice in your head Chazoo, we should probably slow down a bit. <laughs> Storm's getting pretty crazy.
3: Man, I forgot about that.
2: (laughs) The the horses sounded like (laughs) Bill and Ted.
3: Yeah, super forgot about that.
2: (laughs) Uh,
1: So, the best part of this journey. (laughs) So, Dak
4: has...
1: Dak, who's currently sitting on shotgun, is not wet because he's been perpetually using blessings... uh, Oh, sorry, not blessings... Mm -hmm. He's uh, been perpetually using um, uh, water detergent, which is what he calls shape water, to Mm -hmm. move the water away from him because he is currently neck deep or like nose deep into Steal Thy Heart with Iron, the romance novel he found from uh, Elias Kingsley. He's yes. been doing so for the last two days. Beautiful. Uh, and there's several things that he's very confused about um, in the book, which he has regaled set, uh, and anybody else who's nearby uh, with what does this word mean? And it would often be something raunchy that he would be at when he does ask. Uh, but uh, upon hearing that Dak does look up uh to I presume this is Baja that spoke to me. Correct. I look up and without saying anything because I've been constantly keeping the mental connection
6: there, I say. Um that's fine. Whatever is safest for you and hush puppy. You are our hosts after all.
0: Chill, dude. We don't want to stop entirely until we find like some rad shelter. But for now, we just got to slow down a little bit. You know, just in case, like, there's a thunder strike or something crazy like that. I like that. The other horse, uh, sort of turns, uh, their head just a little bit. And you hear another voice, uh, fill, fill your mind. Indubitably, Baha <laughs> is most correct. <laughs> we should be as cautious as we possibly can be, especially in circumstances such as these.
6: Of course, Hutch puppy. You two, as always, continue doing the good work, and thank you again.
0: Ciao, dude. no pra. All right, we'll let you know if we see anybody up ahead. All right.
6: Sounds good. Uh,
1: and that goes back goes back to his book. Before realizing, I should probably communicate this with someone. So I'm assuming Sets right next to me.
0: I believe Set was in the coachman's seat um, even though there are no reins, if I remember correctly.
1: Yeah, because then Shotgun is
5: right next to Coach. Mm
4: -hmm.
5: Yeah. Uh, That's where I started the journey. Uh, Yes. Uh, At this point, Set would be sitting on top of the carriage. Sure. Okay. Um,
1: So at that point uh, does turn breaks his communication with the horses and make some mental communication with Set. Um, Set?
6: Yes, Jack. Um, the horses are slowing down a little bit. They are weary of the weather, and they'll be keeping an eye out for any potential spots where we can rest.
5: Great, thank you. I'll communicate that to the rest of them.
6: Also, Seth, there's this word in here that I've it's very confusing. I don't believe there's a, uh Translation to it. What does, um, guess mean,
5: Jack? I uh, <laughs> use your imagination.
2: Johannes, Take some
5: context like... clues. I think I think I've given you enough like definitions of words over the last two days. At this point, I th- think you could assume what it is
2: johannes uh, walks over and pulls out the the bag of spices and say and like closes the book for dak and says mm-hmm. okay i you know it's actually not that good to approach. read too much per day how about do you want to learn about some cooking
1: um dak uh so johannes we're outside so i'm assuming i'm there's usually like a little slat um between the people in a carriage like where people are sitting up front and then the inside
2: oh it's it's oh my bad i I, I thought for some reason we were just like all
1: no i like the visual of just johannes's hands coming out though
2: yeah the little little, okay yeah yeah
6: um oh um yes that would be that would be nice johannes thank you um Thank you Sant, for your consideration during this time. Um, if it wasn't for you um, I wouldn't know what they meant by giving each other heads to one another it was quite a weird term of phrase
5: yeah it it's like that every now and then mm-hmm. the language is weird. Indeed. Um. And this is all mental communication, right? <laughs> no, it transitioned to two, uh verbal once okay. your hottest guy involved. Um at this point, uh set will kind of because it's still raining really hard, kind of take the cloak that they have like draped over themselves, hold it up a little bit, and lift the hatch to just kind of be like gotcha. Hey, we're gonna be uh slowing down here. The storm's picking up pretty bad. Uh The horses are going to be looking for somewhere for us to rest, but you are slowing down for now to be safe. And then close it and sit back down. Alright.
0: As you continue on, the sky growing darker and darker, clouds completely filling, um, The thunder's only getting worse and worse as you go. It seems like you're just going right into the middle of the storm itself. Uh, The pounding of the rain is almost deafening for anybody who's outside of the carriage now. Uh, Dak and Set, if you could please make a perception check for me uh, at disadvantage.
1: Yep. Right, give the one eyed kid disadvantage and perception checks. <laughs> You're going to be the no eyed kid if you don't do what I tell you to.
6: Well, that's <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ. That is not a natural one. It's a God dirty damn.
5: one. A dirty one. Okay. A dirty I, safe, yeah. I rolled a natural 20 and a <laughs> 19. <laughs> oh, nice.
1: Dak is preoccupied with whatever Johannes is teaching him right now about uh,
5: so that's a 23. Okay. Ooh. All right. That's just like paprika. <laughs> Close. Set.
1: Yes.
0: As as the carriage is rattling on, um far off in the distance, looking out at the road ahead, cuz you can only see like 50 or 60 feet in front of you before it just becomes like pure rain and darkness. Um just uh, a little bit ahead you see you feel like you can see something sitting sort of in like a in like a ditch where where the ground kind of like levels downward on the side of the road you feel like you can see like a like a mass of something sitting in the distance there
5: um upon seeing that so good like, uh Baha hush puppy uh could we slow it a little bit more uh I think I see something off the road ahead
0: Indeed, we can, Master Set. We shall do so. And they,
1: Am okay. I the only one that hears this? Ciao dude, I'll gal bless. Got it, bro. All right, let's clear up a thing, Do They just talk through me, or are are they actually talking? And until this
0: point, you've really been the only one kind of have, having that communication with them. Yep. Until now, when. Uh, set. You are able to hear <laughs> this I- incredibly dignified voice pop into your head. Okay.
3: Okay. So it's but now so it's just going into his head. Correct. Okay. So like us and the the others of us in the carriage aren't hearing that response. Correct. Okay. Just important right, to know it, whether or not I am now hearing this Obama. <laughs> shit.
5: Right. Then, as as it as they slow down a little bit more Uh, I'll be trying to keep as close of an eye on that spot as I can as we approach Mm. as the carriage continues forward
0: it becomes clearer and larger as you approach and you're now able to make out near the top of it a lone solitary light a lantern light Swinging heavily in the wind shaking about um, casting a very dim glow just above it almost like an anglerfish uh, as you're approaching you can make out the outline of what looks to be some sort of a carriage or a cart not too unlike the one you're traveling in but instead of being on the road it's careened off to the side
5: Um I'll open the hatch again. There's a carriage off on the side of the road. Do we want to check it out? Looks like it uh went off the road.
3: Well we should see we should see if there's anybody in there just
5: Yeah, we sure might as well. Okay. Uh Baja hush puppy, we're gonna stop real quick. We're gonna we need to make sure there's no one injured in this uh this accident over here.
0: You see that carriage ahead as well. Very well, then. We shall approach cautiously. Great, thank you.
4: And
0: they... Both of the horses kind of rear up a bit and slow themselves. They go from a steady gallop into a very slow trot. Um, their hooves just sort of pounding into the mud. Uh, approaching slowly, you see that this is a very large carriage. Um... Though no horses to be seen. Uh, you... can see right away that one of the wheels... on the carriage has... uh, it appears like maybe the axle has snapped. Because the wheel itself is tilted at like a very off angle. Um and the carriage itself is kind of sitting at, like, a very significant lean uh, and is sort of halfway into the ditch at this point. The carriage itself is a combination of wood and iron, and it is every, almost every part of it seems to have been painted with these, like, extremely complex, detailed... Paintings and chalk drawings and sketches, and it's like a it's like an arm sleeve tattoo of just all these different designs and symbols and drawings of animals and shapes and all kinds of things that have been uh, artistically placed all across this carriage, from top to bottom. There are a couple of windows, very small, almost porthole like windows. Uh, But you can't see into them in this light. Uh, And the carriage seems to just sit unmoving.
5: Uh, Does it show any signs of how long it's been sitting there? Like if it's been there for a while or if it's like it looks like it could have been relatively recent. Make an investigation check for me. That is a 16.
0: Uh, it's difficult because of the rain. Um, you kind of check, you can see it hasn't fully been washed away yet. Uh, you can see where the... There's the faintest hint of what looks like three or four sets of... Drag marks in the ground of the road that kind of lead off into the grass, um, where it looks like the carriage had sort of veered off path. Uh, and they haven't disappeared fully, which means that they
5: can't have been there for more than we'll say maybe eight to ten hours. Gotcha, especially in this rain, they would have it would have become more even if it hadn't been. Uh, Yes. If it had been any longer than that. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. uh, Set will kind of tap the side of the the carriage, hop down and uh, get up closer to it. Uh, Dagger drawn. uh, Not full rapier drawn, but a dagger just to be safe. Um Yeah. Dak is going to communicate
6: to Seth mentally at this point. Um, Seth, do you want me to check to see if there's any sentience inside? Oh, yeah, that would be great, Dak. Thank you. Oops.
1: Uh, Dak is going to focus and, uh, cast Mind's Revelation. Uh, detect thoughts, in case you want to know, to see if there's, uh, to use a secondary thing of seeing seen if there's any thinking creatures uh, inside the carriage alright and unless it's made out of lead we should be good
4: <clears throat>
1: <laughs> or rock or two inches of metal
3: oh well you didn't know uh
1: It's actually full of lead This is (laughs) actually
3: the great iron carriage It's just filled with two just Solid two inches of of iron
1: Hey Don't diss two inches It could do a lot
0: Uh, I have an important question (laughs) for you I have an important answer (laughs) Did you Did you say that you yourself stepped off the carriage As
2: well
1: No, Dako remains on coach. You're still on coach. Oh, no, uh, on shotgun. uh, On shotgun. Watching uh, at the ready.
0: Okay. You focus on the carriage, trying to pick up any thoughts, fleeting, passing, anything that's strong enough for you to be able to detect it. And as you focus and you think, there's this strange airiness, sort of a dreamlike haze that shouldn't be the the spell as it functions isn't meant to work in the same way as like a detect magic spell but what you're picking up doesn't feel like thoughts, it feels like magic you try to focus as much as you can, trying to shut out the sound of the rain around you, the pounding of the thunder overhead. You try to just focus and feel and listen. And you get a response.
6: What are you looking for? Paul, are you looking to see if anybody's hurt? I don't think so.
3: I don't think so. I don't. I don't. Ah, good a mysterious (laughs) creatures.
6: Are you residing inside the carriage?
0: I was. I'm afraid it's broken down. Broken down, broken down,
6: broken down. I see. Um, Would it be alright if we could look inside to Viction?
0: feel a tap on your shoulder your left shoulder specifically
1: I flinch because touching uh, and I quickly look to the left
0: a person a thing sitting next to you in the coach's seat also flinches mirroring your movements They are thin draped in multiple layers of clothing and robes um their face is pale shallow a small nose almost button like incredibly large expressive eyes like orbs the pupils uh unnaturally large, almost filling the entirety of the eye. A black darkness that you stare into and are able to clearly see your own reflection in, but it rotates and warps with the (laughs) light. I could take you
1: in. Um, quickly, mentally, to set. What is sound
3: trustworthy about this?
1: Uh, uh, I
6: say, Set, Super could you turn around, please?
5: Yeah, I'll, I'll turn back and look at Dak. What's
1: up, Dak? Does Set see this person?
0: You turn around, and you see Dak sitting up in the shotgun seat, uh, and next to them sat with both hands on their knees, uh, seemingly small in stature. You see some sort of a humanoid creature, or a person, or something. It's hard to tell because they're covered in robes. They've got a hood that they pulled up over their head to protect themselves from the rain. Like a like a young girl in a raincoat um, with these very soft features, incredibly pale skin. But the eyes immediately catch your attention. The, the scale of the eyes in relation to the face. Incredible sunken pits of pupils that draw you in. Are you all here to help me?
5: Um, I mean, but we just saw the carriage not turned over, so we were going to see if there was anyone that was in need of help. Are you in need of help? I am.
6: I'm part of the.
0: Normally, answer. I could handle these things by myself. Something seems wrong with the carriage. I don't know if I could fix it, but if you could assist. That would be very kind of you. Kind of you.
5: Kind of you. So helpful.
1: That's gonna try to dive into their mind at that point.
0: <laughs> you are immediately hit with a wall the likes of which you've never felt before. Uh, a searing pain that comes alive behind your eye sockets. Uh, I need you to take uh, you're going to take three points of
1: psychic damage for me. Yay. am quences.
6: Pardon the introduction. But who are you?
0: I'm sorry. I had not introduced myself yet. My name is Yane. Their name is Yane. His name is Yane. She is Yane. The Yane. These whispers that just sort of encircle you none of them seem to be coming from an exact location They'd follow around you. They flow
1: question to Dylan. Yes. Are these, the voices that these echoes Does set hear them?
0: Yes. Both of you hear the,
1: okay. So deck safely, uh, looks at that, uh, Dak looks at Dak's expression. Dak looks at Seth's <laughs> expression. Um and is able to realize that we're both
5: hearing the same thing. Um and Seth will turn very slightly and look at the the carriage. It like it's like the axle is completely snapped, right?
0: Yeah, you have to get a little closer to take a look, but you can kind of see how the like the back left the the left rear wheel is like sticking up at a real bad angle and the actual wheel itself doesn't look to be damaged so the the way that it's protruding outward suggests that something underneath the carriage possibly like that rear wheel axle has been snapped
5: okay. uh uh-huh. well uh Yane I Don't believe we have the abilities to fix your carriage for you. Where were you heading?
0: The eyes draw you in again swirls of color like a prismatic range inside of a bu- of a bubble north same as you same as them
2: same as everyone they always go north
5: Hey. Well, I'm sorry. I don't think we can fix your carriage for you. Um, uh, I I don't know what else we could do.
6: Hmm. Well, for- forgive the interruption.
0: that lantern there and the figure gestures to the lantern swinging near the top of the carriage mm-hmm. if you could bring that down and hold it for me and perhaps i can fix it while you provide me light provide me light provide me light provide us light.
5: insight check go ahead 14 Uh, Just trying to pick up on Any sort of nuance to that If it's a If it like Yeah I just This is very sketchy And I don't know how I feel about it
3: What What's sketchy about that What is at all sketchy About what's going on right now What do you mean?
0: With a 14, you see someone you've never met before. Someone who is traveling along the same path as you. They appear to be someone who is in need of help. This far out from any of the cities, they could be someone who is in danger. And we help people who are in danger, right? Isn't that what we do?
5: Oh, God.
0: That's what we do, right, Dak? When people are in danger, we help them.
5: What? Is this like an actual voice speaking out loud?
3: There's some cryptic shit going on.
5: I'm feeling reversal here, because I've done this
1: shit to Dylan. (laughs) In the other campaign. Dak? Uh, Dak, who has the bias of reading a romance novel about a knight helping a female explorer. Um... Slowly nods his head. Yeah, he, uh, the pain from behind his eyes now lingering behind his left eye. You look back
0: over to your left, and the figure is no longer sitting there. You hear a the sound of boots hitting the muddy ground as they jump down, walking around the horses and over to the carriage. They sort of walk past you, set without really saying anything, and go around the corner. I believe I have tools. Something of some sort. Maybe get I uh, I don't know. Perhaps a jack. I have a jack we can lift the wheel or something
1: at this Goodness, point Dad,
0: this hasn't happened to me before
1: at this point Dak jumps down from Falcon and stands next to that
6: what's the issue with the carriage
5: seems that the uh, likely the axle has snapped which makes it a difficult repair. When? Uh, back left. Really uh, see how it's sticking at a weird angle. But the Attack, wheel itself is undamaged. Dak moves
1: over to it, and does he look at, see the damage?
0: Yeah. When, once you get close enough to it, the damage, even in like the, the pouring rain, it, it is visible. You can see under the shadow beneath the carriage, sort of the silhouette of this this axle that has been. It hasn't been broken cleanly, but it has snapped and is still connected somewhat, but it's it's at like a 35 degree angle.
1: The Ake is going to place a hand on it. Uh, he's going to take a deep breath. At this point, he's no longer shaping water or water deterrence. He's actively being rained on. Uh, and through the pain that emits from his left eye he's going to cast Correction which is what he calls the Mending Spell.
6: Ooh. Alright.
0: Focusing on it. You hear the, the cracking and splintering of wood as it sort of jostles and shakes in place. Bits and pieces that have fallen to the ground slowly, like a film being reversed, float up into the air and reattach themselves. There's a shunting as the entire carriage realigns and the the axle underneath reforms. Though it is not 100% repaired, it is reformed enough that it seems to have retained its original shape and looks like it's holding the weight of that rear wheel again.
1: Once uh, Dak's done with that, he uh, stops focusing on the magic and takes a couple deep breaths. Uh, Sweat beating down along with the rain that's on his face. Did it work? Wow. Good job, Dak.
0: Dak, you look and immediately to your right, uh, sitting on the ground next to you is the person.
6: Um, um,
0: Inches from your face. That was very well done. Uh, Thank
1: you. um, Dak takes a small step back.
6: Um, I don't believe it's fully repaired. Um, but it should—it is better than before. It will have to do for now,
0: and I'm grateful. The figure reaches up two hands, grabs the underside of the carriage, and crawls themselves out. For a moment, you feel like you see something flash underneath the rope, but no, it can't be. Can't be. They pull themselves back up onto their feet. Please. If you would like to come around to the other side, I have a a shade that I can pull out. It will keep us dry for the moment. I very much would like to give you something for your trouble.
1: Dak looks to Set, and Set, in your mind, you hear, should we
6: bring the others out?
5: I mean, I did let them know when we stopped. I don't think it's crucial at this point. Um, and Set will say aloud, out loud. Uh, truthfully, uh, and you know, Dak, let me know if I'm speaking too much on your behalf. Uh, it really didn't seem like it took all that much from us. Uh, you really don't need to repay us through just trying to help where we could. Um, if uh, if you're good to set back on the road, uh, we also have a destination we must be getting to.
4: Are
0: you sure? I'm sure I have something sitting about that I could give to you. Not many people will stop for a stranger.
5: I really do appreciate it. Truthfully, I it is you know, it it is our pleasure to, to help. Uh I know it we may seem a little off put, but uh we we do truly just want to help. Yeah, um, uh, who's a little bit paler from the exertion, does not his head. Um, but we we really should get moving on. Hopefully the uh the storm gets out. Do you need help getting the carriage back on the road or uh, will you be good from here?
0: Well, I, actually, if, if you could help me, the figures kind of—they've moved around, so they moved around to the other side of the carriage. Now that's facing the forest; that's not facing the road itself. Um, if you can help me pull the—I have—I have this shade. If you can help me to pull it forward, oh, really, just something to to stop the rain for a moment, um, and the figure kind of moves around the corner
5: uh, Set will look over to Dak and go now you should probably tell the others uh, and keep an eye on this and Set will move forward to assist Dak
1: nods, uh, walks backwards to, the car- to their carriage uh, opens the door uh, and then walks back to set. So to Silva and to Johannes, it's just Dak opening the door and walking forward. As yeah, so he took the order literally and has not removed his eye from
5: set. Um. Also, how how tall how like tall is this carriage? Like, is it larger than an average one, or is it just the the carriage itself
0: is a good. I'd say good seven and a half, eight feet tall. Okay. Um,
5: uh, I think the best way that I could probably help uh, and set will go to the front left wheel. Not the broken one, but the one (laughs) that was broken, and kind of hop up onto it and then hop up onto... Uh, the roof of the carriage so that they are still in sight of our carriage but they can easily access the top to Mm. pull the shade out for them Okay.
0: Uh, you go around to the other side as you do you're able to make out something that you couldn't fully see in the rain before amidst all the really intricate drawings and paintings um that you had seen on the side of the carriage, you can now see that there's actually lettering, bronze lettering that has faded and chipped away over time. Um, it says Ethio Noctis Terror. E S T. Three, two, five. If you need to know how that is spelled, I can let you know.
1: Please.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know noctis and nothing else.
2: Is your played final Fantasy so fourteen or fifteen? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you want to spell that.
0: Ethios, spelt E T H I O S. Noctis, spelt N O C T I S. Tero, spelt T A R O T.
5: Oh. Ethios, Noctis, Terra E S T.
1: 325. 325. Hmm. Whoa. This is Francisco <laughs> coming to the realization of knowing what year this wait is. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, what, what year is it? It's... uh, The year is 999. Holy shit.
5: <laughs> okay. Um, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> that's pretty old. Okay, then. Uh, Yeah, so... Uh, seeing that and seeing like kind of like the intricacy of it as set goes to hop up, they'll kind of like get as much mud off of their uh like boots as they can before like getting on top of the carriage. Uh, and then going over and being like, okay, uh, where is the uh the shade? Is it, like here, and they'll kind of reach over and so get ready to. Think about like,
0: think about like an RV camper, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, They'll have the uh, kind of like an awning, like a retractable awning that comes out of the side. Yeah. Um, Sounds like awnings. Yeah, for sure. And uh, the, the figure, you hear the figure speak from down below. There is a, uh, there should be a latch on the left side. If you could just pull the latch, I can turn the crank and I can actually uh, unfold the shade. Oh great! Uh,
5: I'll feel for a latch
0: to pull. You feel around, and then on the left hand side, you feel there's this this little mechanism, um, com- extremely damp from the rain, very slippery, but you can feel this sort of like brass mechanism on the side. I'll go ahead and release that then. Ping! You flick it, uh, and you hear the the sound of a crank being turned. <laughs> as a large shade uh, sort of fans out um, extending a couple feet out from the uh, carriage and creating this sort of miniature canopy um,
5: over top. Uh, Set will kind of look back towards Dak. Do we still have the mental connection? Yes. Uh, And just be like Maintain this connection, and we'll hop down. Okay. Onto the other side. You hop down onto the other side.
0: Um, The figure is standing there and says, Thank you so much. One moment. And goes and opens a door on the side of the carriage. Steps inside and closes it. From this side now, you can see that there is this extremely large service window like a, uh, like a vendor carriage. Kind of like the one that you had seen in the City of Rote, uh, that provided you with, the, with spices. Um, it is, it is a, it appears to be some sort of, like, a vendor, vendor carriage of sorts. And so there's this huge viewing window that's completely open, um, with the canopy now sort of stretching out over top of it, protect, protecting it from the rain. Um, more of those intricate drawings and symbols are, you know, sp- stretching all throughout underneath of it and around. Um, You hear the rustling as the figure is moving through, checking through something inside of the caravan, and then they appear at the large window um, extending two of their hands over top of it. In a circumstance like this the first thing I would do would be to offer you a free reading A fortune, if you will, but sadly, I'm afraid I can't. I cannot. I can't. It's not meant to be.
5: They're missing. Well, that's perfectly all right. Uh, Truthfully, like I said before, do not mind. This took very little from us to be able to help you. But you must understand
0: i feel a sense of debt to you it is very kind of you to not ask for anything but i feel that i have taken advantage normally and they've taken like a uh this sort of like leather bound like thing rectangular in its shape And they've taken it, and they've kind of set it on the sill of the service window. Um, And they hit a button, and a little fold-out table (laughs) folds out in front of them, like this large, just this little, like, two foot by four foot table. Um, Normally, I would be able to provide my service. The figure stops those eyes that were already so wide fill with stardust the figure clutches at their chest she has one
6: she has
5: one are you okay?
0: the figure leans out of the window leaning forward the immense eyes filled with constellations would it be trouble if Miss Silva were to step out of the carriage and come join us
5: sure I'll mentally communicate with Jack and go uh Yane is asking for Silva, to join me. Please just tell her to come over here. Seems important.
6: Understood. I can do that.
1: So, from Johannes and Silva's perspective, the Dag went, opened the door, walked away, and he—they just see him walk backwards, back
6: in view, and. Um, Lady Silva.
3: This is mentally?
1: No, this is out loud.
3: Yes, Tack.
6: I apologize for asking you to come out into the rain. And it would be very unfortunate if any of your instruments were to get wet, as I believe you mentioned something about moisture being not so good for them. Um, but there is a situation that has come up that requires your presence and you been call for it by name by you, someone who is not part of our group. I'll take a group.
3: What they could do was whoever was amongst that whoever you've been talking to out there.
6: Um, their name is Yane.
3: and just heading out. All
0: right, Johannes, do you do anything?
1: Yeah, I'll follow. I'll follow suit.
0: Okay.
6: Um, Dak leans into Johannes. Would this be a situation for us to use paprika? No,
2: that's for uh, if things go south. I'll just it.
1: Dak now fully, con- uh, knowing what each spices do and. In his mind, they're not just for cooking. They can be used for other things, too.
2: <laughs> Pocket paprika. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, I'll, I'll walk out with Silva. Are you going to follow Silva over? Well, I'll just, like, get out of the carriage.
5: Yeah. Um, I'll kind of, like, lean around the the carriage and kind of gesture to Silva. Over here. It'll begin to
3: float on over.
0: Uh, You come around the corner of the carriage there and you see, for yourself now, (sighs) this large viewing window in the side of the carriage. Intricate artwork all around it and underneath. And perched within this window um, sort of leaned forward a bit this small figure wrapped in cloaks with a hood over top the figure turns their face to meet you and you see incredibly pale skin with enormous eyes filled with starlight An immediate sense of recognition washes over you, compounded by an uncertainty that doesn't add up. The figure looks at you and the eyes seem to go even larger. You're her.
3: Who am I supposed to be?
0: I think your name is Silva. You may not know it, but I think you brought it back to me. What? The figure... without breaking contact with you. An arm reaches out from underneath the cloak. Grabs the parcel that it had placed on the edge and moves it in front of them. The second arm comes out, reaching behind them, and pulls out a bottle of what appears to be some sort of like a powdery sand-like substance and places it down. A third and fourth arm extend from the cloak as well, reaching up overhead, grabbing painting tools and supplies and sort of lining them up. I don't know that you would even recognize it, but. Let me explain. I, most days, am a giver of fortune. I do not provide it, but I can share it, unveil it, disclose it. For those in need, I offer guidance, Often they unfurl the packaging and take a stack, this sort of misshapen stack of these small little, little flat pieces, and they begin to lay them out in front of them. I am a provider of fortune. For a long time, I've used these cards to help see the future, witness the past, experience the present. Though I cannot say that I can change any of it. It is sad, though, because something did change. And you see that the cards laid out are placed in such a way that there are several gaps in between some of them. Once upon a time, oh it was a long time ago. These cards, they belonged to a deck, a full suite, it was a powerful thing, an old thing. I used it to show people fortune, but there were many other uses for it as well. It has traded through many hands, not just my own. Long ago, a deity created this. And blessed it with immense power. Not long ago, I was attacked. There were many cards here. but they were scattered to the wind, spread throughout the world. And so the deck is
4: incomplete.
0: I've mourned for it, as you would somebody who had passed away. But I do not believe these cards to be destroyed, just scattered. They are so precious alone, but if you've found them, If you discovered the missing cards, if you brought them together, the hand waves and the cards flip through the air and twist, reforming into a single stack. They would be capable of many things.
4: Possible things.
0: I believe, though I do not know it, that you have found one of them, that you now possess one of these cards. Please would you find it in your heart to give it to me?
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, I. Be- in fact, I believe I possess one of them. In fact.
5: Had Silva shared with the group uh, that she had found the card behind Victoria Giebles? Place her in that book?
3: No, uh, mostly just because it, 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 especially the kind of many of the things that were going at the time, it just more was one of those where it didn't really come up.
1: Headband can move. I've
0: successfully eaten the calorie meat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> calorie the experience. <laughs> calorie um, meat has been consumed. Uh, expelled from body. Defin- definitely I... better than the hot sauce. Yeah, I that.
3: Um, I seem to have neglected to put down exactly which tarot card I had. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I believe I wrote it down as well.
6: (sighs) Hey, you know what? Bless you-
3: That being said, though, I do have to ask... you are speaking to me as if you were, and you were asking me as if you were unsure of my possession of one, but I must note, given that you have asked for my presence about this in the first place and you know of who I am, I must note that you clearly already knew that I was in possession of it I felt it,
0: but I do not know for certain. I only know that it is a feeling I have not had any long time. I can give you fortune, but I cannot provide it. The card in question, you feel this burning sensation on your person. Like something inside of your items is becoming hotter and hotter at a rapid pace.
3: Still pull out the card.
0: You withdraw the card and the image uh, printed on one side of it. is that of a inky black void that, as you look, seems to expand and contract ever so slightly upon the card itself. The figure's eyes fill with starlight again.
4: It was true.
0: One of them has returned. This time, three arms slowly reach out from underneath the cloak. Four, five, six. like a bouquet of flowers blossoming outward. Several arms reach out from beneath, all of them encapsulated in this, like, moonlit glow. You all see now that the skin, pale as it is in complexion, almost has this marble-like quality to it as well. And it shines and reflects. May we please? The
6: card.
3: I mean, inevitably, everything about this card is strange. So it's like hard to and and in, so like I, where I got from it is strange. This whole situation is inherently strange. It's it's very timid, but I will end up giving it over. <laughs> okay.
0: As you lay the card in one of the hands, the other hands come up and around closing over the palm, retracting back, returning to the table, where they open again and gently place the card next to the stack.
6: Ethios? Noctis?
0: tarot, And the card is sucked into the deck. It shuffles itself at a rapid speed. Then sits silent.
4: Thank you. All of you.
0: There are still many cards missing from this deck. But as you travel the world, if I can make a simple request. If you should find them on your journeys, collect them. ...and return them to me. When the deck is fully formed... ...I would allow you to draw from it.
3: Player me. Oh no. That's not-
0: I cannot give you fortune, but this gesturing to the incomplete deck in front of them.
6: It can give you anything.
3: Uh, I mean, while enticing, I definitely would have to think upon that. Uh, given the nature in which I've seen it in.
5: I mean, personally I don't have an issue with that. Uh, I mean, the individual cards really can't do much for us. Uh, We're oh, giving them, yes. It's
3: more of the drawing of it that concerns me.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Where would we be able to find you uh, to return these to you if slash when we do find them?
0: The arm extends out and gestures below. Printed in brass, same as on the other side, the words... Ethios Noctis terror You need only say their names. I will hear. And so will they, gesturing to the cards.
5: Got it. Um... Yeah, I mean fairly straightforward uh, well I, th- I think my only other question is like, do you want us to call you every time we find one or do you want us to stack them up like give them to you in a bundle like wh- what would be your preference on that
0: There is a story to these cards With every day that passes It becomes harder to remember But perhaps When they are all united Maybe they will help me remember it We should wait until that moment. The best stories are the ones that... The figure sort of pauses. You cannot tell a fortune with just part of the deck. You must have all of it. A story is the same.
5: So, how many more are missing?
0: Seven. There are... five here. And the one you just gave me. And there are seven missing throughout the world. The figure takes the deck and spreads it out again. Look upon them all, the void, balance, the dungeon,
3: He's actually naming tarot cards.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, balance, ruin,
5: void, balance, dungeon, and ruin. Void, void. balance, dungeon, ruin.
0: the vizier, and the throne. are the cards I carry now but there are so many others lost through the world
5: well uh wherever our journeys end up taking us uh, we'll be sure to keep an eye out for them
0: Thank you, all of you. I should be able to continue onward from here. And perhaps you all should be on your way there's still quite a bit of a ways to go before you reach passage.
5: Indeed there is. Uh, Best of luck on your travels, and uh, next time that you stop by you should really finish getting that axle repaired. Uh, It should hold for a little while, but not too much longer.
0: and Ione takes the deck and the things and sort of packs them away and sets them aside brings the table back in travel safe won't you Silva deck Johannes Seven. Please, be wary of the dangers of the world. Be wary of what they can do to cards
6: that are scattered.
5: do our best Uh, also I do go by set
0: thunder crashes extremely close to you closer to any of them had before and you hear in the very near distance the sound of (laughs) the sound of a tree Having been struck by lightning and collapsing over to the ground. Dak. Mm-hmm. In your head. Whatever you all are doing, we should get a move on. This storm is not getting any better. Um,
6: yes, um. Apologies. Derek is going to speak out to everybody, um, uh, forgive me for the interruption, but Ash puppy just said that the storm is not getting any better, so we need to um in his words get a move on.
5: I uh, wouldn't want yeah. to be causing a storm sounds good ah uh, safe travels farewell start to walk away please set next time <laughs> and then we'll continue uh, to walk.
0: The figure leans back into the caravan and disappears into the shadow.
5: Alright, let's go ahead and get going. Uh, Set Hop's back up to where he was on top of the carriage.
3: I mean, uh, not to not to make too much of a note here but in a storm as this it most likely is best to put yourself somewhere covered
5: I'll be in shortly don't wish to see Um,
3: you getting hit by one of those should be fine I'll head on
5: in it won't take too long
0: You all hear the familiar sound of hooves pounding the mud below as the two horses slowly begin to move the carriage back off onto the main road, continuing further down the path heading due north. Set. As the caravan pulls away, you look back behind you one more time. And the carriage that was at the side of the road is no longer there. There is nothing left but the rain. Figured. And that is where we will end our session. (laughs) More mysteries. Next week. Hell yeah. Our adventurers will continue their journey to the City of Passage. Who knows if they'll bump into anything else along the way. I do, because I'm the GM. (laughs) But we'll find out next time what's going to happen. Until then, thank you all for playing.
4: Thank you all for watching. We'll see you next time.
5: See ya.